Hi there. I'm Kerry with Best of Us Investors. Uh, I, I wanted to talk today about somebody that I respect very highly, and that is Kathy Woods. Uh, Kathy's experiencing some tough times right now. And who do we, who do we blame? Well, you're the, you're, you're the blame, okay? Kathy's been doing the thing, the right things for quite some time, uh, but you turned on her. And uh, as a result of that, she's having a tough time. Um, she was managing funds that were giving as high, uh, some of her, some of her uh, ETFs were giving you as high as 100% return in, uh, in 2020. And then in 2021, such as her ARK-K fund, uh, lost 43%, while the QQQs, which is kind of representative of her investment philosophy, was up 22%. Uh, how did that happen? How did that happen? Well, you turned on her. That's exactly what happened. As, and, and it is the nature of an ETF. So what I want to do is look closely so you understand what possibly is going to happen with ARC in the future, but most importantly, that you understand ETFs. And if you're going to invest that way, um, what you've got to watch out for, because what you've got to watch out for just happened. And I hope you didn't get sucked down with it, but this is why I don't buy ETFs and why I hold individual stocks rather than ETFs. But that requires me to manage the portfolio as opposed to turning it over to someone else. So let's dig into that so that you can learn from what just happened and maybe be a better investor as we move forward. Now, this is not financial advice. Don't get me wrong. I am a retired financial advisor. I did work in the industry for many years, but this is education. And I think this is a good point uh, that we can learn from. But first, let me share this with you, and then we'll get right to it. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Let's speak directly to ARK Invest. I want you to look at this chart that shows the uh, flow into uh, Kathy's investment uh, over since its inception, it looks like in roughly 2015. And you can, you can see back in 15, there wasn't a lot of money coming into her fund. It really didn't start to pick up until about 2019. And that's where those little blue lines start to show. And then it just launched itself in 2020 and really benefited from the pandemic. It, it looks almost as if every one of those $12,000 checks that the government sent out went to Kathy Woods, and that's probably not an exaggeration. And you can see the money just went in immensely. And then as we get to 2021, it, it was like, a hole opened up and the money started flowing out. Well, understand if in Kathy's situation, she became a major holder of many of the stocks that she owned. So when she had redemptions in 2021, 
you, you, you notifying her, hey, I want my money out because you aren't getting the return that you used to, she had to sell. Now, in many of the stocks she held, she was the major holder. She held more shares than anyone else. So as you redeemed, she had to sell Roku. She had to sell uh, Teladoc. She had to sell uh, Peloton. And as she sold them, the price just kept tumbling down until you stopped redeeming. But the fact is, you haven't stopped redeeming. So what has happened to Kathy is your fault. Okay? Now let's look at why you created this problem. This chart is a chart that shows her returns, her total returns. And again, it goes back to 2015. And as you can see, the, even though on a quarterly basis, sometimes she didn't have positive returns, the overall projection was up and, and, and up at a rapid pace. And that's what sucked you in. You started chasing past performance. And if you got in when most of you did, as we saw in that earlier chart, you then lost money as the redemption started coming. So a study on this has actually been done, which shows the majority of people who have invested in ARC funds since 2015 have lost money. How could that be? Because most of them followed human nature and chased past performance, and as we saw in that first chart, came in at its peak. And then when the market rotated, when the market started getting having fear of risk because of inflation, because of um, the, a broken supply chain, because of threats of increasing interest rates, you bailed. And as you bailed, the prices came down and you lost money. This is the nature of an ETF. And that's why I don't invest in ETFs. I believe in Kathy. I watch her. I believe she's extremely smart. I'm not so sure that some of the, the pandemic-driven, quarantine-driven stocks are going to come back to the position she is. But as we'll get in a little bit deeper, she knows what she's doing. You just turned on her, okay? So let's then learn a little bit more. Is this the first time this happened? No, no. Let's, let's talk about Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett is the oracle of Omaha, understands investing better than anyone else. In 1996, Warren made a statement that early on, we needed to have good ideas. Now we need to have big ideas. Why is that? Because he represents such a major part in the stocks that he holds that if you redeem on him, he will have the same thing happen that Kathy did. But he, but he keeps you out of it and holds you back from investing by never lowering the price on his shares. So, 
it's out of reach of most people. But then, and so he keeps the number of shares at a minimum, but yet, since he made that statement in 1996, Warren has only been able to outperform the S&P 500 by an average of one half of 1%. So you could have bought the S&P 500 and almost done as well. This is the nature of when you buy into ETFs, mutual funds, as they get bigger, they can't move faster, okay? You need to understand that. So what is the smart money doing relative to Kathy Woods? Well, if you understand what she owns, and if you believe in her philosophy of innovation and in, in disruption, she's still a good bet. Not for me, but potentially for you, because I manage my own portfolio. I want you to also recognize why the things are happening happen. Let's look at this chart of ARK-K um, since its inception. And it, that goes back to, it looks like 2015. And I'm showing it, comparing it to the Dow and the uh, S&P 500. And you can see it strongly outperforms it, even up until today. But let me then show you a chart of ARK-K in the last year. And you can see the S&P and the Dow are kicking its butt. And it's because there was a rotation in the market toward away from risk, and you bailed, okay? So it's your problem. <laughs> then the question becomes, what's gonna turn this around? Well, I believe Kathy's right. As I said, she invests in technology and she invests in disruption. Why do I like technology? Because it's disinflationary. What do I mean by that? We have inflation reaching its heights. Well, the, the inflation is not reaching its heights, new heights because of uh, technology. Let Gas prices are going up, okay? So the price of gas today is higher than it was 18 months ago. That's inflationary. But I would ask you, China sold more electric vehicles in the fourth quarter of last year than they ever did. It went up to 40% of all electric, or all vehicles sold. The same thing is happening in the United States and will continue to happen. How will that affect the price of gasoline? Inflation is, there is greater demand than there is supply. Will, if, if we, 40% of us, in the next two years, move to electric vehicles, will the price of gas go up or down? It'll go down because the demand will go down. We are experiencing right now a shortage of, of truck drivers. And that's why the shelves in the grocery stores are not full. My wife went to the grocery store and came home and told me there was no toilet paper in the store. Why is that? Because the trucks aren't delivering it. Delivering it. They don't have enough drivers. Is that a permanent thing or a future thing? Is there a company out in Phoenix, Arizona right now who has, is authorized to put trucks on the road without drivers? Yes, 
Is that inflationary or deflationary? It's deflationary. Is it technology? Yes, technology is deflationary. Have you been to a McDonald's lately and seen that kiosk where you don't have to talk to a human being to make your order? Have you been to a McDonald's lately and they ask you to go to their app to order and then when you get to the talk box, the, 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 the talk box has a robot say to you, did you order on the app? Why are they doing that? To eliminate that person who sits in the, behind the window and asks you what you want to order. Is that inflationary or deflationary? Is that technology? Yes, to both. It is deflationary. This is where we're going. But yet the market today, not today, today is Martin Luther King, um, that to the market today is fearing inflation, but the future tells us we need to be concerned about deflation. We need to be concerned about the jobs that are going to be replaced. Do you understand 3D printing? Do you understand of the 30,000 parts in your car that currently 3,000 of them can be 3D printed? What is that going to do? It, it's going to put people out of work that you don't have to pay uh, sick leave to. You don't have to give a vacation. You don't have to give health insurance. Is that inflationary or deflationary? It's deflationary. Where am I going with this? You need to get back into Kathy Woods or manage your portfolio based upon the stocks that are going to be deflationary in our future. Now I want to look, I want you to look at this chart. This is a chart that, that I created, all of these charts I create in trading views. If you don't subscribe to trading views, you're, you, you don't have the ability to make good investment decisions. Go into the description, you'll find a link to trading views. I use this every day. So what I wanted to do, and this is a chart that I keep constantly, it is a chart of the S&P 500, since the day I was born, September the 5th, 1944. And what I've done is said, what drives the stock market? And you can see on there, up on the top, I've put a series of events. These events drive the stock market as long as there is liquidity. What is liquidity? Money. Money to finance the change that is going to happen in the world, such as the digital revolution, the social media revolution, the EV revolution, whatever the next revolution is going to be, which I pretty much have a handle on and I think I know what it is. But we'll talk about that in another video. So what is if we have liquidity for the change, and Kathy has told you, there's shown you where the change is going to come from through technology and disruption. Where's the liquidity going to come from? Well, since I was born, the national debt of our country went from $500 billion to currently today, $29.9 trillion. That's what's financed this market. Is that liquidity going to stop? Well, you say, Joe Manchin has stopped Joe Biden 
from his program, so is the liquidity going to stop? You tell me, is it going to stop? No, they're going to continue to approve bills. Joe's running for, Joe Manchin's running for president of the United States, so he's appealing to the moderate Republicans. We'll talk about that another day. But the fact is, the other thing you need to, I've done a video on this, go back and find it, um, on the baby boomer die-off. That's my generation. We're going to die. Is that a surprise to you? Who owns most of the investable assets currently in the United States? My generation. Who owns most of the real estate in the United States? My generation. Who owns most of the life insurance in the United States? My generation. The baby boomers. We're going to die. Remember, I just told you that. When we die, all that liquidity comes into the market. Where's it going to go? To innovation and disruption, which is going to create deflation, which is going to cause prices of goods and services to come down or at least stay the same, which is going to do what to interest rates? As prices come down and supply goes up, interest rates come down. So what you're fearing right now is foolishness because Kathy Woods told you about this back in 2015 that the future of the stock market is going to be driven by technology and disruption, disruption of the current mean. Now, where we're at now is what's the next revolution? What's the next event that is going to happen on a day much as March of 20, uh, what was that, 2020, we were introduced to the coronavirus. That was the most important event in your life because that event is going to change your world. It is going to change it. And that's the next event that you need to focus on. And if you want to manage it yourself, you need to pick the stocks that are going to be a part of that. And I know what that event is going to be. I just don't know what it's going to ha when it's going to happen. I know the stocks. Kathy knows the stocks. We're just waiting for the event. So you now understand ETFs. You now understand that you are subject to the emotions of your neighbor. And if your neighbor gets scared, as Wall Street wants you to get scared, and the market rotates in another direction, you bail. And you make Kathy's life miserable. But I don't care. I know what the next event is. I know what's going to change the world. And I'm invested in it. I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer. I'm the host of Best of Us Investors. We're going to broaden our channel and get other people in here who have different ideas so you can achieve my three goals in investing. Make good investment decisions for you. Learn how to keep more of what you make by understanding our tax code. 
in taking the challenge to build family wealth and change the lives of those who follow you. If you'd like to be a part of this movement, and that's what it's becoming, go to bestofusinvestors.com, give me your name and your email address, and I'll invite you to become a member of our tribe. And if you don't know what our tribe is, there's a link to this book in the description. It'll explain it to you. It's basically taking advantage of the internet so that we don't have to pay Wall Street and, and, and these investment advisors. We can make good investment decisions on our own because we know what we own. We know what the, where the market's going and we're getting in front of it. And we're buying undervalued assets that the market hasn't recognized yet. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.